from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 14th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The Ohio State University says it has settled additional lawsuits by former students who allege they were sexually abused by university physician Dr. Richard Strauss. Bennett Haberly has the latest. Strauss was a team physician and also ran a health clinic at the university during the 70s, 80s, and 90s. He died by way of suicide back in 2005, but is alleged to have sexually abused or sexually traumatized students during his time at the university. As a result of these lawsuits, Ohio State has paid out now more than 40 million. The latest legal settlement, $5.8 million, going to 23 survivors. There are still four lawsuits pending, representing more than 230 survivors. Bennett Haberly. OSU says no tax dollars or tuition money is being used to settle the claims, only restricted donor dollars. In the wake of yesterday's announcement, Rachel Polanski reports many of the former Buckeyes who survived abuse by Strauss wonder why they're receiving so little empathy. Brock Pemberton is one of hundreds of suspected victims of Dr. Strauss, who worked as the college's physician for two decades. I think by the time he figured out what it was all about, then, you know, for a lot of people, it was a little too late. What happened in Columbus is similar to the abuse of female athletes at Michigan State and the children victims of Jerry Sandusky at Penn State. But for many OSU victims, they feel slighted by the apparent indifference to their cases. This case is the biggest, longest, ugliest sex abuse scandal in NCAA history that nobody's paying attention to. Dan Karen, Brock's attorney, says that indifference is apparent as a large number of these lawsuits remain unsettled. I'm Rachel Polanski. Today marks nine straight days the state has reported more than 1,000 new COVID-19 cases, and today is the highest number yet. Yolanda Harris reports Ohio's leaders are urging people to keep taking steps to slow the spread. Winter, of course, is just around the corner. Governor DeWine is calling this halftime. The governor, along with health leaders, are concerned about Ohioans being closer together inside. What we do collectively is going to determine, frankly, what the next few months are going to be. If we could get mass compliance up 85, 90 percent in the state, every county, we would fundamentally change what the next few months will be like. DeWine says by next summer, we should be shipping out, quote, a large quantities of vaccine. I'm Yolanda Harris. OSU addressed rumors yesterday about the events that led to the fatal shooting of 23-year-old Chase Miola in Columbus's University District over the weekend. Tracy Townsend has more. Ohio State sent a message to the community saying there are some rumors and misinformation that have been circulating by word of mouth and on social media about this matter. The university is clarifying that neither Ohio State Police nor Columbus Police received credible information about retaliatory gang activity. Columbus Police also released 911 calls from that night. Okay, we should have officers and medics on scene there. Do you see them out there? Um, I don't know. I'm hiding inside. I'm scared for my life. Police have increased patrols in that area. I'm Tracy Townsend. There are new details about the meeting in the Columbus suburb of Dublin during which conspirators allegedly planned to kidnap Michigan's governor. Yolanda Harris has the details. The FBI now says the groups discussed kidnapping Virginia's governor as well. An FBI agent testified behind closed doors in a Michigan courtroom. The agent said at no time was Governor Ralph Northam or his family in imminent danger. He said members of anti-government groups from multiple states attended the meeting. It's unclear exactly 
where in Dublin that meeting took place. Last week, six men were charged with plotting to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Seven others face state terrorism charges. I'm Yolanda Harris. A third person is now facing charges tied to the death of a Chillicothe photographer at Hawking Hills State Park last year. Miranda Spencer was allegedly there that day with defendants Jordan Buckley and Jaden Churches. A grand jury has now indicted her on a felony charge of obstruction of justice. Jordan Buckley said Churches was the one who either pushed or rolled the log off of the cliff on Labor Day 2019. That log would land on Chillicothe photographer Victoria Schaefer, a wife and mother of four, killing her. Both teens are set to be sentenced this Friday. A Madison County man accused of setting the fire that killed his wife and two children more than 10 years ago is standing trial in West Central Ohio this week. The Columbus Dispatch reports opening arguments were leveled yesterday in the case of 60-year-old Peter Romans. Romans has been charged with aggravated murder and aggravated arson in connection with the deaths of Billy, Caleb, and Amy Romans in April 2008. Romans claimed he was the only one that made it out of the home alive and blamed faulty wiring in his recalled Ford vehicle for causing the blaze, then collected nearly $200,000 in insurance and donations following his family's slaying. And the Ohio State Buckeyes are encouraging everyone to get out and vote in the upcoming election. Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields made a pitch for the polls during a Zoom press conference yesterday. I think we all know how important it is to vote. Of course, we, we learned throughout the quarantine how important our voices are and kind of what effect our, vo- our voices may have in the world. So I think, you know, just encouraging everyone out there to go and vote. Fields said he is not registered to vote in Ohio, but he's voting absentee out of state. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.